This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Tuesday, the 12th of July. In your sport today, Australia is spun out in Sri Lanka. Collingwood makes amends with their Indigenous stars. Ben O'Connor pulls out of Latua. And how to party like a Wimbledon finalist. This is your sport today. Starting with cricket, Australia's batters were spun out in 28 overs last night to lose the second test in Sri Lanka. It means the Aussies tied the test series with Sri Lanka one all and loose. Skipper Pat Cummins has called this a reality check. Yeah, it all happened very quickly last night in Gaul. Australia started day four looking for four quick wickets to limit Sri Lanka's lead, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Dinesh Chandamal was unstoppable. He hit two sixes in a row off Mitch Dark to become the first Sri Lankan to hit a test double century against Australia. When Sri Lanka was eventually bowled out for 554, they had a lead of 190 and Australia had to survive about 130 overs to draw the match. Things were looking good at none for 49 from 13 overs, but didn't last long. Debutante spinner Prabath Jayasuriya took six wickets, which made it 12 for the match, and Australia were bowled out for 151 in 41 overs. Yeah, this was a big collapse by the Aussies. And remember, this was against a fresh Sri Lankan attack that had to make three changes because of COVID. Uh, This was an important series for Australia because they've been playing a lot of test cricket in Asia and they've got a huge tour of India coming up next year. Yeah, winning in India is kind of like the Everest for Australian cricket. They've won a test series there only once since 1969. This was Cummins' first test loss as captain after a 1-0 win in Pakistan earlier this year. And he said last night's defeat is a good reality check that playing in spinning conditions in Asia is really hard. He says the Aussies have learnt a lot on the tours of Pakistan and Sri Lanka, especially about playing with two spinners. And he says he'll have to put it all in the memory bank for six months or so for when his team travelled to India for the Test Series. It's a busy schedule for the Aussie men. They've got a whole summer to come plus a T20 World Cup before that India tour. I've put the day four highlights in the episode notes. Look away, Aussie fans, if you don't want to see wickets fall and some reviews gone very, very wrong. Uh, Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. When did Australia last win a Test Series in India? Lewis, give us a clue. Well, it was in this century. Not too long ago in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. We've got a couple of AFL stories now, starting at Collingwood, where former Indigenous stars Leon Davis and Andrew Cracker have returned to the club after walking away from the Magpies because of racism that occurred during their playing days. Uh, Luce, they're back. Give us the background on this story. So the context here is that back in April, Davis, Cracker and former teammate Heretia Lumumba cut ties with Collingwood. They said the Magpies had no intention to take action of the recommendations of the 2021 Do Better report into racism allegations at the club. But now Davis and Cracker have since shared their experiences of racism with representatives of the Magpies board 
and will formally work with the club to help build a culturally safe environment for all staff and players. Davis says he wants to use his experiences of racism to help educate the community and Cracker says he wants his kids to grow up where there are no barriers to success. Yeah, Davis will be employed full-time and Cracker will work in a part-time role to assist him. The GWS Giants' slim hopes of making the AFL finals this year have taken a big hit. They've lost veteran defender Phil Davis for the rest of the season and loose the club says they gutted for him. Yeah, this didn't look good from the moment he left the field on Saturday night. Davis was assisted off the Adelaide Oval just after halftime in Saturday night's game against Port Adelaide with a suspected right hamstring injury. The Giants confirmed yesterday that Davis ruptured a tendon and is now out for the season. Davis missed three months of this season with a left hamstring injury and the club says they're seeking specialist opinions about the next steps. This is a huge blow for Davis and the Giants. He was their first ever signing, one of the club's inaugural co-captains, and he's coming off a contract at the end of the season when he'll be 32. Yep, but coach Mark McVeigh says the club will have those contract talks later in the year when the time is right. Uh, the Giants are currently in 13th spot, four wins outside of the top eight. It was the second rest day at the Tour de France overnight, but there was still some important news. Aussie Ben O'Connor has withdrawn from the race because of injury. Luce, what's the latest? O'Connor was one of the favourites heading into the Latour this year, but things went wrong early when he crashed on stage two in Denmark. O'Connor landed pretty hard on his hip and lost a lot of time to the race leaders. There's still plenty of opportunities to catch up, but he was involved in another pileup on stage eight. He tried to race on in stage nine, but he says he's pulled his glute muscle, which made it feel like he was peddling with just one leg. He actually described it as like having a knife in your butt, which just sounds really, really awful. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds terrible. Riding the Tour de France is hard enough, but on one leg with a knife stabbing you in the backside sounds almost impossible. Mm. Uh, Look, he's 26 years old, so hopefully plenty of tours left for O'Connor. He's now looking ahead to the Tour of Spain in August. There's been lots of Wimbledon talk the last couple of weeks, but not much has been around Roger Federer. He didn't play at Wimbledon for the first time since 1998 as he continues his comeback from injury. But Luce, in an interview overnight, he hinted his playing days might just be over. Which he can never retire, Federer. He's one of those players. He can never <laughs> retire. But Federer has been recovering from his third knee injury in 18 months and hasn't played since last year's Wimbledon. It means he's dropped out of the men's tennis rankings for the first time in 25 years. And as you said, he might have played his last match. Here's his quote. I'm a winner lover, but if you're not competitive anymore, then it's better to stop. I don't think I need tennis. Tennis is part of, but not my entire identity. I know a professional career can't last forever, and that's okay. Say it ain't so, Rog. Luce, that's very upsetting. (laughs) Uh, Look, he was aiming to return in the Labor Cup tournament in September, but now we'll have to wait and see. I don't know about you, Luce, but Rog is the goat for me. Definitely the goat. Ever wondered how tennis stars unwind after playing in the pressure of a Grand Slam final? Well, we've kind of got an idea about how Nick Kyrgios spent it after his Wimbledon men's final against Novak Djokovic. This is something I can see you doing, Luce. <laughs> well, I do like to celebrate my successes, so <laughs> I can see it. 
Kyrgios' sister posted a video on Instagram of Kyrgios at the Wild Nightclub in Mayfair with lots of people dressed in tennis costumes, sparklers coming out of champagne bottles, and really big bottles of booze. <laughs> he was there with his support team and the Netflix crew that had been filming him, and he was pretty easy to spot because he had on his famous red hat, which he wore at the presentation ceremony, and that's against the All England Club's dress code. Kyrgios is expected to get a big fine for wearing the hat, but we don't think he'll care that much. (laughs) He actually suggested to Djokovic that they go nightclubbing together after the match, but we couldn't spot Novak. No, we couldn't spot him there, but I know you've investigated Luce. You're quite forensic with this kind of stuff. There's a link (laughs) in the episode notes if you want to see the party pics. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Luce, it's just one more sleep until State of Origin Wednesday night, the decider at Brisbane, New South Wales versus Queensland. We'll do a big preview of State of Origin 3 in tomorrow's episode. We've also got a special edition of Don't Forget Your Tips, which looks at the whole game and the stats behind Game 3 and Deciders. That's with Gabs. He's back, uh, but that one's out tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Uh, As for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, when was the last time Australia won a men's test series in India, Luce? It was this century when was it? It was this century, so it was in the 2000s, and it was in 2004. 2004, that's right, the Aussies winning 2-1. Uh, all right, that is us done for today's episode of Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what we do, tell a mate, leave us a review. It really helps us grow. Uh, Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then.